Recently, gothic tattoo artist, TV personality, and musician Kat Von D gave her life to Jesus Christ, and the response from the church has been interesting. And today on Geek Devotions, we're going to talk about an appropriate response to her salvation and to people in general. Hello, Devoted Geeks. Welcome to Geek Devotions, the show from Devoted Geeks who are devoted to letting you know you're loved. I'm Dallas. I'm so glad you hit the play button. If you're new to our show, we take geek pop culture items like movies, video games, comic books, and we use them to let people know love and they cared for. So if you don't watch past this moment, know this. We love you. Care about you. There is a plan and a purpose for your life. Do not give up. Now, that's in my intro. Recently, Kat Von D gave her life to Jesus Christ, and that was exciting to me to see anybody. I, I, I get excited. There's something that wells up inside me when I see people get surrendering lives to Jesus, getting baptized, and, and starting to make that journey walking with him. And at the same time, there were some really interesting responses from people. And this kind of hit me special, hearing her story and hearing things that took place around her story. For those of you who don't know, if I had the resources I have today, back in like the early 2000s, Geek devotions probably would have been a gothic devotions back then. I was involved with the culture. I have, a, I had and have a love for the gothic culture and people who are in goth culture. And I realized, listening to her story, that Kat's actually right around my age. And I couldn't help but wonder if, if I'd been able to do more back then and really like expand out and do ministry within goth culture, like I like I daydreamed back then, of some of the, the darkness that Kat walked into and the things that she experienced, if I might have been able to reach her or more people who are in her shoes. I'll put a link in the description where she gives her whole testimony about how God really met her and her transformation, but her life beforehand, just so you guys have a better context, but the short of it is she struggles, guys. She was a broken individual and she was latching out and grabbing hold of what she could to, to be whole, and it was hard. She overcame a lot of addictions and a lot of things that were just thrown at her that were not great and to the point that she is today. At the point of her salvation though, this is where things got interesting. Uh, she made a post where she was getting rid of all of her occultic books and stuff like that because she realized that this was not helping her. This was not what she wanted and that, that she needed Jesus. And she kind of got flack from people in that community. There's some people who support her, but then she got flack in that community. But then she got baptized and she got criticism. Now there's always criticism about any celebrity when they give their life to Jesus, period, across the board. And sometimes we as Christians, we amplify things and we do things stupidly. And we set them up, these celebrities up for a fail. What broke my heart though was hearing the stories about Christians bad-mouthing her, talking down about her, saying stupid stuff like, well, her hands didn't go underneath the water, so she's not really baptized. What? This is a woman who has given her life to Jesus, and she's walking this out, and she wasn't making major proclamations about being a, now this like poster, in fact, she's flat out said she's, she doesn't think she's a poster child for Christianity. She's new to this. She's walking this out. And yet people were heaping things upon her that were never meant to be done. And some of the attacks that were coming against her while she's walking this out, it didn't just affect her, but her husband. In an interview, she said that her husband has been affected by this, and he's still walking this journey out, trying to figure out this Christian thing and if you know how much he should put trust into Jesus himself. And seeing the attacks from the church has even put a roadblock for him in that. So here's this woman, baby Christian. She has a semblance of understanding what the Bible is. She was raised in a in a home that taught the scriptures. 
but she rebelled and went away. And she's getting flack from the church, and then she's still getting flack from her own community. They're going to the Reddit boards, and like she's just being lambasted by people who used to be fans of hers because she's given her life to Jesus. And to me, it's heartbreaking because I see a woman who's overcome so much, and finally she has this cornerstone. She has found something precious, salvation in Jesus Christ. And people who should be championing her, who should be encouraging her and praying for her, have attacked her. They've said some terrible things, and some of them haughtily are saying things as if they're trying to encourage her, but they're just being jerks. When people come to Christ, yes, there are those people who just this dramatic 180, and they're doing just completely different things, and their mindset and everything's different. I have friends that that's their testimony. One of my dearest friends, that was his testimony. He was a terrible individual before he got saved, a dangerous individual before he got saved. And today he is the kindest and most gentle person I've ever met. And he has changed my life personally. But then there are those that their their walk with God, that at the point of salvation, they begin to make that turn. And whereas some people, their their transformation is like a jet ski. They just do a 1A, boop, they're like a cruise ship. And they're making a slow turn. And for those people, they're saved, they're Christians, but they're having to make a journey. And what they need is people to give grace and to walk them through it, not to uh, dog them and to attack them. In Colossians chapter 3, verse 12, it says this, Put on then as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience. Within this passage, Paul is talking to the church in Colossae, and they're going through some very turbulent times. It's not necessarily a Christian-friendly environment that they're in, but he's encouraged them to put on certain atmosphere, certain attributes of the spirit taking place in their lives, the transformation of God's growth in them. And he says to be compassionate, have compassion hearts, care about people, have kindness and humility, meaning you need to be reaching out to people with kindness, showing them grace, not being jerks. But with that humility aspect of it, what that means is understanding that you are in the same boat as them. There's no difference between you and a person who just got saved. And you need to approach that with that mindset of going, we're on this together. We're on the same route together. We're on the same boat. And with meekness and patience, meaning we're being gentle, we're walking them through. We're not hiding things. We're not watering things down, but gently and patiently walking people through a transformation of what it looks like to be a Christian, the sanctification process. And that is all spurred by understanding our own identity in Christ and the essential aspect of, of what he's done for us. And in the book of Ephesians chapter 4, verse 32, it says this, Be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, as God in Christ forgave you. We have to keep that in mind. God forgave us of great sin. And that when somebody has come to Christ, they are forgiven and they're walking this journey out and they need the same grace that was given to you so that they can become who God's created them to be. And that calls for us to do things differently, to learn to speak differently, to engage with people in a different way. Colossians chapter 4 verse 6, let your speech always be gracious, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how you ought to answer each other. We have to learn to speak to each other especially to new believers in kind way. We also need to change our mindset on how things should happen. There are some people who are in the comment section and because God has personally convicted them about certain things, they feel like they need to push that conviction on other people. That's not how this works. There are personal convictions. 
Paul talks about that, about meat sacrifice on the altar. And for some people, it's not a big deal. For some people, it is a big deal. And you need to respect that. I'm going to tell you this right here, right now. You may be convicted by this, and that's okay. But black clothes, bats, and a lot of the stuff in Gothic culture, it's not evil. It's not demonic. It's dark, sure. But there's a lot of dark things in the Bible, too. And right now, Kat's on a journey. And now it may be that one day God convicts her about the clothing she wears and the way that she does certain things. But right now, that's not what he's worried about. Right now, she's walking through a transformation that's separate from you. Yes, there are certain sins. There are certain black and white sins that have to be addressed and she's working those things out. And I don't know all the ends that I'm not friends with Kat. I'm not in a relationship with her. I don't know her husband. I don't have conversations with him. I don't know their child. I know God's doing a work. And we have to show grace to people as God does the work in them. It's not my job to fix people, to fix you. And it's not your job either. Recently, I was talking with my pastor and he gave this great analogy. A lot of people feel like they have to be the judge in the courtroom. But their job is not to be the judge. And then there's some people who feel like they need to be the counselors. They need to be the, the lawyers in the courtroom. And that's not their job either. We're called to do one job, and that is to be a witness. And that is to be a witness of Jesus Christ. And so we need to stop trying to be a judge and go, oh, clearly that's this. No, yes, there is an aspect of looking at fruit, of examining fruit and, and presenting it. But I want to remind you that at one point in time, before you were in the witness stand, witnessing for Jesus, you were at the table with the prosecutor yelling at you too. We have to show grace to people and help them to grow. And it doesn't happen by getting angry on the internet and yelling things, getting into Reddit chat rooms and blowing up with all kinds of terrible things or making Facebook posts that have nothing to do with it or making sideways comments about a person who's making a change in their life, but it's just not fast enough for it. Some of you are wondering why I'm passionate about this. And it's because I have had conversations with so many people over the years who are, yes, in the Gothic culture, who are in geek culture, and they had a transformation. God changed their heart. And it was people in the church who didn't like the fact that the transformation wasn't fast enough or didn't look the way they wanted it to be. They were majoring on non-essentials things that were not salvation-based, things that were personal convictions, not actual sin. And it caused them to walk away from Christ, to move away from the gospel that brought hope. Now, for some of you, you're like, well, Dallas, you know, if they're really saved, then they're saved. Well, that's great. That's fantastic. We're not here to debate internal security or whatever. But what I am saying those actions still speak louder to not just that one person but to many others i know many people who refuse to even entertain the idea of a loving god because they saw the way that christians treated people so my challenge to the church at large season our speech with salt let's not have our speech just be plain salty, which show grace and love. Let's stop making 
long, drawn-out, slammed our videos where we're slamming other people who may or not be believers in our own opinion, our own eyes. Yes, there are some people who are legitimately just doing some dumb things. I get that. Totally get that. And there's some there's a time to call out certain things, sure. But some of you, you're doing it for clout. Some of you are doing it to show that you're superior to others. There are people who need grace. Some of you claim to be walking in the greatest of grace, but you refuse to return to other people. We need to not do that. We need to show love and grace to people. I seriously doubt that Kat Von D will ever see this video. But in the event that she does, or perhaps, or, or Kat if you do, <laughs> or maybe you're like Kat Von D and you just came to Jesus, but there are people who are attacking you because the transformation isn't quite as fast as they want it to be. And you're just trying to figure things out. Know this. I'm proud of you. Welcome to the family of God. Welcome to the kingdom. There we have some, in any family, we have some knuckleheads. They're still family, unfortunately. <laughs> I know the feeling. You're like, oh, they're from, yeah, they are. And we love them. And they may not have made you feel so welcomed. But I want you to know you are. I am thankful and blessed to have heard of your salvation, to have heard what God's doing in your life and the transformation, the journey you're on. And you are a, are a woman who's talented. You're anointed. There are things that God's given you, and he's going to use those in, in different ways. I'm not telling you you're going to go out and make a Christian album and do all those other things, but what I am saying is that there's an anointing on your life to do some great things, and God's going to use that in one fashion or another. And to your husband, um, who you're walking this journey, I apologize for the ignorance that's taking place that has maybe jaded your view of the faith of Christianity. But know that you're loved, you're cared for. And I am thankful that you guys are walking this journey. And I'm praying for you. I want to encourage you. You guys have already got locked into a church, which is great. I know that Kat, you got a you were recommended a English Standard Version Bible. That's awesome. Rock it out. Get in the word, study it in context, and grow. Don't be afraid to ask good questions. Don't be afraid to ask those questions that you have and let people who love you and care about you and are biblically sound, <laughs> disciple you and help you grow. I don't know what your life will look like in a couple years when you look around and you see how far you come. But I know this, if you're faithful, you lean into God and you walk this journey out, you're gonna see some amazing things take place in your life. Well guys, that's today's episode of Geek Devotions. I know it's a little bit different. It's been, uh, it's been a very, very different episode. <laughs> um, but it came from the heart. This is something I had to get out. And I've been I've been trying to find a way to express this over the last couple of weeks. And uh, uh, next week we'll have something your normal geeky culture stuff. But know that we love you. We care about you all. Um, par usual. And again, I don't say this lightly, but thank you to our of our devoted Patreon geeks to help support what we do here at Geek Devotions to help us to do this type of thing. Um, to reach out people and to let people like Kat Von D know that they're loved and they're cared for. That there's hope and that God's doing some amazing things in our lives and there's going to be more to come. Until next time, guys, stay boated. Peace and love.